0: Well, this morning I find myself in a bit of a different space. We're not in our usual, you know, studio in downtown Vancouver, but visiting over in Victoria, so borrowing some studio space from Mike Smith. And when I tell you that this is in the bowels of the legislature, that is not an exaggeration. Picture the basement corridors beneath the legislature building, because that is where this studio is. And you know what? That is all well and good for Mike, Mike's here in the daytime hours, but when you have to show up at like four thirty, four forty-five in the morning and walk around this great, big, empty building, well, it can be a bit freaky. In fact, Rose emailed me this morning and Rose said, I have seen that little room you were in, says Rose. I can see why it is creepy down there by yourself. Rose did suggest that I wait until the legislature dining room opens and uh, go in there and have some breakfast. And Rose, that's a great idea, but apparently it doesn't open till 8.30. But Rose said that she and her husband do that every time they are in Victoria. I tried to do it yesterday, jam-packed full of people who had the exact same idea, Rose. But thank you very much for the suggestion. And also thank you for understanding that, yeah, it is a little bit creepy down there. So we thought, let's... Let's run with this. Let's embrace this because it is the time of year to talk about spooky stories. So we turn to Craig Baird, host of the podcast Canada History X, because he loves talking about history and spooky stuff, too. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. Now, what is the most haunted place you've ever been to?
1: Uh, the most haunted place I've ever been to is probably the Ferkins House in Fort Edmonton Park, which is where the uh, the dentist uh, used to own. And it apparently has a child who lurks around, a ventriloquist doll that will appear in different locations, Ooh. and uh, also a woman who will stand in the, in the kitchen and in the uh, living room. And when I was there, I was walking by and a chain was kind of jumping all over the place as if somebody was holding it and grabbing it. So that was pretty weird.
0: Okay, no, that sounded so incredibly creepy, just the ventriloquist doll appearing. And so this is stuff that happens randomly? It's not stuff that they're doing to try to scare people?
1: No, apparently it's all random, and yeah, it's one of the most haunted places in, uh, in Edmonton. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice house, but it is definitely a bit creepy, especially uh, when you're there at night.
0: You were there at night? Why would you do that?
1: Oh, I wasn't there at night, but they do a thing where you can be there at night. Uh, I would never go there at night. I'm definitely <laughs> going to a haunted place in the daytime person.
0: You're like, I know my limitations. I'm not going there exactly. at nighttime. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about some haunted places then in Canada. Uh, now I know the, the one that I hear a lot about Fair different Fairmont buildings, right? And I guess it's because they're so old and they have so much history. Uh, we know that the Fairmont Hotel Vancouver has a story of being haunted, but I didn't understand that the Fairmont Banff Springs Hotel also has a story.
1: Yeah, it's quite haunted. It was built in 1888, and it's this beautiful building in the Rockies. But there's a variety of ghosts. There's Sam the Bellman, and that was Sam McCauley, who was a Scotsman, who was the head bellman from 1960 to the 1970s. And he's apparently very helpful. Uh, He died in 1975, but he kind of still works there. He'll help guests. Two elderly women actually said to the front desk once that their key didn't work and it would take the regular bellman 15 minutes to get there. But by the time he got there, the women said an older bellman had already let them in and that turned out to be Sam." There's also a bartender who will tell people when they've had too much to drink. And uh, there's a lot of haunted rooms where people have heard screaming or people walking. There's one room that uh, the, it had no doors or windows by accident, and so it was walled off. So apparently ghosts are seen outside of that. But obviously the most famous is the bride. And in the 1920s, she was walking down the staircase when she slipped and fell Now, some variations say that she caught her heel in her dress, another that she brushed against a candle and her dress went on fire. But either way, she fell down the stairs and was killed. And so she's seen walking up and down the stairs now or dancing in the ballroom upstairs. And it's actually famous enough that there's a stamp and a coin that has been issued uh, about her. And there's also an old woman in pajamas who will knock on doors. And when the guest opens the door, she will ask if the person could help her to her room. And she'll start walking towards the elevators. And when she gets to the elevator, she disappears and apparently that's where some rooms used to be before they did a remodel where the elevators are.
0: That sounds incredibly creepy. And you know what? I did not even know that the Bab Springs had such a uh, lively, haunted history. And so these this have been reported over the years. Lots of people have said that they've seen this.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, especially Sam the Bellman. And, you know, hearing people walking or seeing people in rooms when, you know, out of the corner of your eye or hearing screaming or knockings on the door is really
0: quite haunted. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so that's a good one. Uh, now, there's another one in Edmonton, too, isn't there?
1: Yes, this one's a very creepy one. It's actually a hospital, or at least an empty hospital now, which kind of makes it even creepier. But it used to be a tuberculosis hospital, and a lot of Indigenous people were kind of forcefully removed and put into this hospital where there were reports of experimental surgeries and forced sterilizations and drug testing without consent. But that original building was demolished in 1967, and a new hospital was constructed, and then that was abandoned in 1996. But visitors to this abandoned hospital have stated they've heard screams from the roof, rooms especially on the fourth floor where the psych ward was footsteps can be heard there's stories of a ghost of a girl who apparently has ripped out her fingernails and she's wandering the halls and a psychic who visited the building said the girl was waiting for her parents to get up and just kept saying when are they coming to get me on the second floor, there's uh, bloodstains that appear on the floor and a voice can be heard calling for Karen. Uh, there's an indigenous man in the auditorium who is looking for his wife. But in the morgue, uh, there's an elevator that has no electricity, but apparently will actually still work even without the electricity. And footsteps can be heard walking through the morgue as well. And one of the most common sounds people will hear when they're there at night is actually crying, which makes it even sadder, but also very, very creepy to pee in.
0: Craig, I'm starting to think this wasn't such a good idea. I'm I'm getting kind of creeped out listening to you tell these stories, being here myself alone in the basement of the legislature at this hour of the morning. And there is nobody around in this building. And this, this building is also on your list of haunted places.
1: It is. So it was built between 1893 and 1897 by Francis Rattenbury, and he was actually murdered by his wife's lover in England, but apparently he decided to come back to the building he designed after his death. So there's a story of a committee clerk who was working alone in her office, and she looked over to see a figure wearing a black cloak, and he was floating along the hall near the speaker's corridor past the chamber entrance. So obviously, she was very freaked out. She called security, and all they said was, don't worry about it, that's probably just Rattenbury. And then there's another story of a woman and her husband who were on a tour, and they looked over and they saw a man in an old-fashioned suit who was peeking at them from around a corner, which is Just extra creepy in my mind. And when they looked back, he was gone. But there's stories of phantom footsteps and whispering that can be heard throughout the building. And late at night, or maybe early in the morning, legend has it that ghostly (laughs) moaning could be heard at the halls of the building from politicians or ghosts long since past. So there's definitely a lot of creepy aspects to that building. uh, Yeah, for sure. Thanks for
0: that. Thanks for adding that part in about early in the morning. (laughs) That was just for me. It's inter- that's interesting that it's Francis Rattenbury because he must have returned to this area where he had such an influence because not only did he was the architect for the legislature building, but also for the Empress Hotel, which is right across the street. And yeah, there's so words built- that he's haunted over there, too.
1: Yeah, that was built in 1908. And apparently he's returned to that as well and can be seen walking the halls with his cane. But there's also a lot of other ghosts that are there. Uh, There's the story of a little girl who haunts one specific room. And then in the 1960s, a construction worker in the West Tower saw a shadowy figure swinging from the ceiling. And according to legend, another worker had actually hung himself there one year earlier. And then chambermaid, Lizzie McGrath, stepped out onto a fire escape to say her rosaries as she did every night in 1909. But she didn't know that the platform had recently been disassembled and she fell to her death. And now she apparently haunts the room where she fell and it will get very cold in the room as she passes through the walls. And people will also say they've seen where she landed. She'll see, appear there in her nightgown still holding her rosary. And then, like I said before, uh, Frances Raddenberry will obviously haunt. Go, go across the street from the legislature and uh, haunt the other building that he uh, is most famous for designing.
0: Great. Do you think it would help if I close and lock the door? <laughs> do you think well, that would do? So he so might
1: just come through the door or he might he might hear a knock on the door, who knows.
0: Oh, what are you doing to me? <laughs> what are you doing, Craig? I do not need to put that in my head. Okay, so these are all very popular stories at this time of year. Craig, are you one of those people who just loves to be scared?
1: Uh, I don't mind it. I'm not a huge horror fan. Uh, I have a very active imagination, so I tend to, you know, I if I do. watch a horror movie during the day.
0: Yeah, I have an active imagination, and you've got it all going at this hour now down here in the basement of the legislature. So, Craig, <laughs> thank you so much for your time on that this morning.
1: You're welcome.